may be challenged and uh, don't have the divinely mandated right to rule, the legitimacy of practices such as slavery and public torture executions were considered dangerous in their day. And so what's interesting is these are all ideas that we now take for granted, but were dangerous in their day. And they're all ideas that advanced civilization in some way or another. I'm wondering, could you argue that civilization in general advances thanks to dangerous ideas? I mean, that that almost every revolutionary or life-changing idea or inspiration was originally perceived to be dangerous. That would be a matter for historians of ideas. So I don't know if that's true of all of them, but it is certainly true of a lot of them. Yeah, I was thinking about evolution for sure, but even, you know, if you move to art history, impressionism. <laughs> People were originally shocked by the first impressionist paintings and thought they were terrible and, you know, shouldn't be seen. That is true. And, and uh, we can add many advances in medicine, which in their time were considered morally troubling, if not shocking. Really? Like, like what? Well, the idea of a, of a blood transfusion that you would actually would, would seem to be tampering with the uh, essence of a person by uh, introducing this alien life essence of the blood of another person who's considered to be violating a boundary, a sacred boundary of nature. Mm. Vaccination, even more so. I mean, the idea of, of putting pus from a cow in the, <laughs> under your skin was considered to be a violation of the natural order. Well, would you put it that way? <laughs> yeah. Anesthesia was considered to be undermining the ability to suffer, which God implanted in us in order to be aware of our own mortality and vulnerability. Artificial insemination was considered to be an abomination when it was introduced in the 1950s, and not so long ago, in vitro fertilization was considered to open the door to Brave New World and to the kind of a Promethean control over the natural process of human reproduction. Now, it's hard to see what, what the fuss was about for uh, any of these practices. Life insurance, believe it or not, was considered to be a, a dangerous idea because uh, a woman was betting that her husband would die. Mm. And it took the life insurance companies a campaign of linguistic reframing that, no, you're not, you're not betting that, you're, that your husband will die, although literally that's what you're doing when you take out life insurance. Rather, it is a responsible husband caring for his family even after he's dead. And when you think about the same concept in uh, different terms, the taboo can evaporate. You know what's really interesting is, listening to you run through all of those, those were all once considered dangerous ideas. Today, we accept them, which makes you wonder, maybe every dangerous idea that we hear about today, we should just be accepting. No, I would not go that far, because while it may be true that many ideas that turn out to be true or commendable were denounced as dangerous in their time, the converse doesn't hold. It's not that every idea that's denounced as dangerous will turn out to be true or, or advisable. There are crackpot ideas. There are toxic ideas. So the question is not that if it's outrageous, then it must be true. Rather, that ideas have to be considered because our first intuition as to whether they're dangerous or not may be mistaken. Mm. And it's only by airing and examining an idea that you can determine whether it is true or advisable on the one hand or false and objectively dangerous on the other. I was trying to think of what might be a dangerous idea today. I was thinking, okay, how about the idea that it would be a good idea for us to eventually download some of our intelligence 
into computers, our cognitive abilities into computers so that we could sort of merge with computers and, you know, become immortal in that way. A lot of people would think that's a terrible, terrible idea. I don't know, maybe it just seems dangerous to us now, and in another 50 years, it'll seem like a no-brainer. Possibly, although that's not one that has aroused moralistic opposition. You don't see it denounced, you don't see the people who discuss it being demonized or or vilified or punished. So I I, I would distinguish between ideas that are controversial, not immediately accepted, and those that are perceived as dangerous in the sense of being denounced on moral grounds. Mm. And so there have been, to be fair, there was a book published in the 1970s by Joseph Weizenbaum, Computer Power and Human Reason, that argued that, uh, that artificial intelligence was morally troubling, if not dangerous. But since then, it, it hasn't been the kind of thing that brings picketers outside your lecture hall or <laughs> campaigns to silence or muzzle or punish you, whereas there are other ideas that really have. That, that really-